0: Also, before we start, did you convert?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, Amy, <what? laughs> you see, I'm not the only one.
0: I asked if he converted, yeah.
2: Welcome back to the ninth episode of Next Stop Africa. I am your gracious host, Amy Kikoma. I am Congolese. I am here with my beautiful co host, Benny. She's from Rwanda. And I have three incredible guests with us today. This guy you guys already know, Ludan, Dominican, Hello. Puerto Rican, my boy Mohammed, the most wanted man hey. since episode one.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's finally oh, back yeah, yeah. <laughs> from uh what is that, Senegal, Guinea? Well, both. And uh, the smartest person I've ever had the pleasure to be in a room with in my entire life, Sarah Moroccan.
0: What's up, everybody?
2: (laughs) Uh, Real quick, real quick story about me and Sarah, right? Um, We met at SUNY Pasta, right? And I think think it was uh, at the other school we went to, Clarkson. People used to ask me, how do I know Sarah? Because she transferred in before me. And I used to tell them, we took the same plane from Africa, and that's how we ran.
1: You did not. I swear to God. What? Is that true?
2: I used to tell people that, and I'm like, yeah, that's how we became best friends, because we was on the plane together on the way to the States.
1: It's so funny. Oh.
2: Huh? <laughs> well, people are gullible, so they believe it, so.
1: Oh, so it's not true. No, <laughs> of no, not true. Possibly be. That is true. <laughs> no, not, no. Amy, you need to repent. your <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, but but honestly though, like what what I said about like the smartest person I've ever had the pleasure be around though, that is hundred percent true. Look, I know there's some people that's gonna be mad because I tell them they're smart all the time.
1: Like, your mother, <laughs> <laughs> your dad, listen. No, to no, please. this
2: is this is the honest truth though. Like hands down. I realized that because I was struggling in physics, and (laughs) Sarah (laughs) used to just breeze through physics. You know, because Africa was is advanced in like,
0: yes, math and sciences. Yeah.
2: So the stuff we apparently the stuff we were learning in college, she learned in high school. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only reason you think I'm so smart because, like, the nah. basic classes before we transferred out, it was like stuff that I had in high school, and I was taught much better than yeah. it was taught here. So, but that's very humbling. I think you're <laughs> smart too and pretty smart. Nah, it's not, <laughs> I mean, to make it out of <laughs> college, we're all pretty smart. So I'm just gonna say that
2: hey, these get degrees. Hey, we're here, so <laughs> here <Yeah>. we are. <laughs> yeah, gang. <laughs> No, but but no, I right. funny story though, before we actually do start, um I used to cheat in school, like Terribly Why are you
4: shaking <laughs> my head. <laughs> bro, like- Yo, Emmy, <laughs> you're they can't take
2: the they can't take the degree back. I'm gonna ask
4: for my there money back. They can't
1: take
4: my degree. Just back. Just
1: wait
2: until somebody hears it. Headline news: going to hear college. No, listen. Delete this episode. <laughs> listen, No, no, for real. Cut it out. Cut that out. <laughs> 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 oh, one, one, last thing. I know. I do keep. I keep saying that. RIP to DMX uh he passed away what about that uh yeah you know he battled with uh drug addiction from a young age so that's some that's a hard thing to kick but you know thoughts and prayer goes out to him and his family and everybody else that was close to him but in the spirit of that and in the spirit of ramadan coming up we introduce this uh interesting episode which will be on religion I guess I'll talk a little bit about my, uh, my, 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 religious beliefs and like, uh, I guess my path and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, relax, Luton. But, um, I am a practicing Christian, right? I was, I was born in a Christian family. I'm a practicing Christian. Um, there was a point in my life <laughs> when I was gonna convert to Islam. Like I was like, I was right there. Like the door was open. I had my toes outside the door. Like I was doing the whole thing. Like um I was going to the mosque. I was like doing everything. Like that was a goal to convert. And um stars didn't align for me. <laughs> and so I didn't end up converting.
1: You but... ran back to Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I mean it's there's more to that, but but when I did go back to practicing Christianity, I did take back there's a I guess there's a lot of stuff from the Islamic religion that I did like that I took back with me. Um I think one of them is, you know, no pork. So I haven't actually have not eaten pork in like seven, eight years now. So I've been pork free. Um I do observe Ramadan it's been been I think like five six years now I've been observing Ramadan I don't know what else I feel like uh there was other stuff that I took back but like I guess I just I just do it now like without even thinking but but yeah so I'm uh so in terms of like religion and like the big two religions that people really talk about is like you know Christianity Islam and uh yeah. Catholic sometimes But so I'm I'm like in the in the middle, right? So I have like a understanding of like both sides. Like I see both sides, you know. But yeah, that's me. Um, because I know Sarah's asking me earlier (laughs) if I finally converted (laughs) (laughs) and the answer is uh no.
0: (laughs) That's a valid question. (laughs) No, it
2: was, it was because because the last time we did speak, I did say I was I was coming. (laughs)
0: well i think it was just uh a lot of actions that lead me to think that you will eventually but um like we all grew up with our religion and we i feel like it's kind of hard to push back on something that you grew up with that is so much part of your personality so
2: yeah but it's not like it's not like all that was for nothing you know i think with that whole prop like the whole process that I took like I learned a lot I learned an appreciation of a different religion you know and that I don't know I I personally think I'm more of a well-rounded person now you know what I mean like I have a better understanding of the world kind of so I guess that's that's my religion so I guess um what what is everybody else's religion
0: I guess I can go <laughs> um so I'm I am a Sunni Muslim Um, So in Islam, there's Sunni and Shia, and my country is 100% Sunni. So I grew up Sunni in Morocco, very religious country. Mm. And I grew up in all the bells and whistles, praying, fasting, you know, doing everything the way I'm supposed to. I wasn't ever 100% perfect. You know, there's days where you fall back on your prayer and uh, you aim for forgiveness from God coming to America was very eye-opening because I was, you know, never in an area where um, I was the minority religion-wise. So that was definitely something new for me. But I would have to say that, like, we get taught religion in Morocco. So, and we do discuss all the other religions. So we talked about um, Christianity and we talked about um, Judaism, I think is how I was supposed to say Yeah. (laughs) So we talked about them all because um, we believe that all those faiths came before Islam and Islam was the last faith that was brought. So they were able to like tell us about all those religions. Yeah, I know it's very controversial, maybe, Uh, (laughs) but that's how we believe. So we got to learn about those religions as well before they told us about the Prophet And it's very controversial because we believe Muhammad is the last prophet as well. So, yeah, but it it was pretty eye-opening then. But then they didn't like go in detail of how, like, what every religion believes in until you come to a place like America where it has like a hub of every different religion and then you get to talk to people. So, yeah, I kind of went on a tangent. So, sorry for that.
2: (laughs) Now you're fine. That was, uh, that was Sarah. So, Muhammad. Um, What's your religion?
3: Basically, everything that Sarah said applies to me. I'm also um, a Sunni Muslim. I didn't even know these terminologies till recently, but I am. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Betty.
1: I'm a Christian. I'll say I practice Christianity as both Catholic and a Protestant because I grew up in a Catholic family, and later on, we converted to become. Protestant. So I already received all the confirmations and the r- rituals or as a Catholic Christian, but I also became a Protestant and got baptized again as a Protestant. So now I just call myself a Christian because that is the main thing.
2: Fair enough. I mean, at least you got baptized, so that's good. Fresh Twice. start. <laughs> Twice. Wow. So God loves you two times. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Ludin. What's what's here
4: Um, I'm currently a Pentecostal Christian. Uh, um, I grew up Catholic and you're a typical Latino Catholic individual, um, then became Pentecostal Christian. And then there's like a lot of divisions within Christianity. I don't know all the terminologies. Um Ben, you mentioned one of them. Uh, the other one is Pentecostal Christian. They all kind of like all the same, I think, it's just like different ways of how it's structured and stuff like that. So,
2: okay, so we have a fair, like, a nice, decent group. Again, real quick, um, where we're just focusing on these two religions. We're not trying to say like these are the only like religions that there are out there. I think as Sarah kind of alluded to at the beginning, that, um, you know, you got Judaism and uh, Hinduism, Buddhism um there's there's an uh <laughs> you forgot your own traditional
1: <laughs> african religion
2: people are i mean right Indian. right there's like what, tri- tribalism yeah i mean tribalism. if you, i mean yeah if you guys could help me out here not let me look crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: each tribe usually had their own type of religion Religious practices right. they say right, right, right. one of the biggest I heard is that like the Bantu group had their own their sort of way like their own way of worshipping so as like right, Egyptians like who like Christianity came right, 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 also right, right, had right. their own way of worshipping yeah.
3: and like um if you look at places like Haiti and like some of the islands out here, they found their own way to morph different religions. Which part of them claim to be um voodoo or whatever? Like I don't know much about it, but I know depending on the region or where you are, people do find ways to take religion and make it their own.
2: My uh, my grandmother practiced voodoo. So anybody out there who got beef with me?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <I'm sorry>. Wow! <laughs> so you, so hold on, hold on. You <laughs> food. Yeah, you have. Been yeah. <laughs> said wild stuff you should be saying you said you cheated on exam and now you're saying this that is the quickest way to get cancelled right now but this is the,
2: but this, right but the, this is the truth mm-hmm. what practicing voodoo is not a is not a problem this is no yeah not you threatening people it is. yeah this is threatening you,
1: people no. is you threaten, people. I, exactly. threaten anybody. I said, <laughs> people I
2: said I said if you had an issue with me you know <laughs> I would just let you threat. know a fact that you know I do know people that practice voodoo there's
1: no <laughs> but the question is um where the western world has like shifted the understanding of voodoo and oh they if Buddha is not just there as evil spirits yeah. and yeah. killing and doing something like that it was a sort of like connecting to the ancestors sometimes mm-hmm. it's used to heal instead of you know kill and People just have a vague idea that the West has painted about voodoo, and they so forget about the other side that is also like uh healing and all this and that. But my question is always like, okay, if we can use the voodoo to kill what happened during colonialism? Does voodoo work on white people or just black people and Latino <laughs> but I need an explanation. <laughs> Not that I want it to be used on them.
4: I'm just asking. Wow. Okay. Someone <laughs> is going to call nine one one on us after listening. Oh, wow. To <laughs> okay. First,
2: that's a loaded question. Let's get back to the topic. Let's go make mine.
4: But <laughs> we're going to get reported.
2: <laughs> so we have two people who uh, practice Islam. Uh, we have two people who uh, practice Christianity. Correct. And um, I, I am a uh, Christian myself, but I. I'm more of a in the middle. So I guess um for you guys as a Christian or as a Muslim, like what what does that mean to you? Like well, what does it mean to be a Christian or to be a Muslim?
0: I think that's a pretty loaded question, right? Um really? we are always told what it is to be a Muslim or what it is right. to be a Christian, right? Right. So
2: I sorry maybe I should I guess to you as a person to yourself, not, I guess, like, yeah, for yourself, like, um,
0: I guess I would say for me, being a Muslim is being the better person that I could be, Mm. um, while practicing my religion and respecting other people's choices in religion as well. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I grew up believing that this is Islam is the right way and the only way. Um, but then I got to learn that You should just do you, do your religion, try to do it as correct as possible. And I feel like that's, you know, Islam for me, uh, to me.
3: Yeah, to add to that, um, I agree with what she's saying, but just to add to it, I'm assuming like all of us in our religions, we are taught that our religion is the right religion and anybody else that's practicing anything different. Must must, like, repent or come, you know, come Mm -hmm. to our side in order to either, like, receive the blessing of God, this, that, and the third. But um, we are also taught in Islam, I don't know if any other religion teaches this, but we are taught that, like, you cannot just see someone and, like, judge them or judge how they're going to end up. You never know. Maybe you, the one that's judging the next person is the one that's headed to to hell. not them. Mm. you know what I mean, so always be neutral in your in your thought of these things, but always try to be the better person while you approach other people, mm. but you're also taught to go around and try to convert people <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I, oh, no, well no no, no. no. <laughs> Just not that, like, you can't leave it at that. You are (laughs) told that you should try to convert people if they are willing to. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's the major thing, is that if they're willing to convert, then a little nudge here and there, you know, it's not going to hurt you, might help you to go to heaven, but, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too. Um, In Christianity, they also, like, emphasize on not judging anyone. You can teach or preach, try to convert another person. But also in the Bible, it says, like, if they don't hear you or they don't want to listen, wipe off the dust off your feet and go to the next person. You're not supposed to force or do anything harmful trying to force anybody to come into your own religion, which is where we can talk about it later, the spread of Islam and Christianity becomes, came in in a wrong version that was against their own teaching because the spread of them were like questionable. But also like what it means to me being a Christian is believing in Christ, your savior, and practicing like everything that Jesus told you in loving one another, loving God, not judging people and spreading
2: the gospel. I mean, luden if you if you want to enlighten us with your thoughts,
4: <laughs> why do you got to say like that? <laughs> no, because we I am just thinking I, for a moment.
2: Oh, okay, no, yeah, go ahead, take your time. Um,
4: thoughts. I mean, for me, it's an extension of, of of like who I am, I guess. Kind of like how like we all have like our little personality traits and everything like that. Like you know, Amy likes to laugh at everyone's jokes. You know. You have like these different personality traits that each pre- uh, each person has, and for me, it was kind of like a little bit what everyone was saying. Kind of like you know practicing your faith, kind of your meditation, kind of your your serenity in a sense. You know practicing your beliefs for me. You know in Jesus Christ, and then I guess it was just like another extension. Kind of like what I mean by extension of who I am is kind of like a lot of like how i like all of you guys know me personally like you know like i'm a very goody two-shoe person <laughs> um so like a lot of like what was that look for <laughs> <laughs>
2: no i was agreeing with you like yeah
4: yes no you uh, gave me the look like oh, i don't know what I, I mean unless like i you made me do something and i was not aware of it unless you nah, drug me or something what <laughs> bro I that's getting cut out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah go yeah, ahead bro um so kind of an extension of who I am as individual, you know, a lot of, like, my moral compass, my compass of justice, and all that kind of, like, morality, philosophy kind of mumbo-jumbo aligns as well with Christian side as well. And, oh, no, yeah, it's just kind of an extension of who I am as a person.
2: I don't know. I think you guys kind of all hit it, hit the nail on the head. That's actually my favorite phrase. I think if you listen to all the episodes, I say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what me? <laughs> okay, cool. I'll go look up more American phrases. I'm sorry, <laughs> like I
4: don't. You <laughs> good?
2: But but no, yeah. I think for me, I think it's kind of like the same thing. I think I try to live by what I was taught as like the word of God. You know, I try. I try to always be inviting to everybody that I meet, no matter who they are. I try to laugh with everybody. I try, you know, I try to give everybody a piece of me, you know, I feel like I'm always able to handle whatever's being thrown at me, you know, and I don't, I don't always think other people can. So I always try to, to be as genuine as I can to everybody around me, you know, to be as real as I can for them, you know, and, um, I think it works, you know, so I think, I think that's what it means to me, like to be, to be a christian you know and i don't know to kind of just debunk any like uh any stereotypes that comes with like being a christian you know cuz i'll say i'll say it myself like christians are very judgmental you know so mm-hmm. I, that's one thing i try i try to like not be that automatically you know like i, I try not to judge anybody so
4: and to that to that point it's like i can i can tell you a lot of cuz a lot of the youth that practice christianity like do the same thing in terms of like trying to break that stereotype not to point fingers but it's usually a little bit of the older generation that is a little bit like that true that is true Um, and a lot of a lot of the younger folks try to like do the opposite where it's just like you know still stay accord to like you know trying to you know be open-minded and trying to be respectful Mm -hmm. of other people um because like it's a lot different when you go up to somebody and be like, hey, yo, you're going to hell for doing that, as opposed to like, be like, hey, you know, do you just want to have like an open dialogue conversation about like Christianity, I'd be love to talk to you about it. Like if you, like kind of Sarah said it earlier, she was like, you know, if the person is open to it and are willing to talk about it, absolutely. Because it's different if you like force somebody, because it's like, you're forcing someone, it's like, if you compare it to school. If you force someone to go to school, to force to learn and force to do that, I mean, like, are, are they really going to learn anything? Are they going to care? Are they going to absorb any of that
2: knowledge? Um, I'm, <coughs> i mean, I was, I was. I think a lot of, or, I think a lot of Africans agree. Years. You are forced. <laughs> you are forced to go to you school. Are, <laughs> I don't know how to think. There's a choice. But I, get your point. I'm just saying. Okay.
4: Yeah, I know what I was going with this. But yeah, anyway, no, I get your point. So. You know, just being respectful. And, and I know Sarah was going to say something. I didn't mean to cut you
3: off, Sarah. So good. So I'm, that's all I had. Just to add to that, I think religion in, in general, like some of the ways that religion is taught, if you're not taught how to do like proper deductive reasoning and like being able to take yourself out of the situation and think about like the the overall picture, you will come out through learning religion, being judgmental. Because religion teaches you that this is right, that's wrong. If you do this, you're doing it wrong. If you do that, you're doing it right. You get what I mean? So that type of, if you're fed that from like childhood until you reach a certain age, it sticks. It becomes part of your conscience. So like the things that you internalize, most people find ways to externalize those things. So like the same standards that they give themselves or so they, they try to give themselves they try to view the everybody else in those in 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 that lens so that's where all these judgments come from it's like people trying to basically take their life experiences their knowledge and thinking like it applies to everyone you know and then judging based on that so i think all religions have that problem yeah um, through technology now people are talking more and learning that those things actually do affect people to a point where they might commit suicide or do all these other things. And if you know you're a good person, like the best thing to do is try not to contribute to that negativity, that negative energy. Mm -hmm. And that's where our generation comes into play. And that's why most of us have more of a neutral stand when it comes to these things. We may love our religion, but we're not out there to point fingers and be like, you're going to hell if you're not practicing my life. We try to, be more understanding and like I don't know much about other religions but Islam actually does try to teach this like the prophet did try to um, through the religion through like the Quran and like the Hadith we are taught to try not to be judgmental but you know like (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of hard not to (laughs) where was
4: (laughs) this understanding Hey, look. back in college like I don't understand the Mo in college was not this person I Mo don't know about person. that he it in <laughs> nah, I'm just giving more crap
0: I think I think because uh since like I knew that when I was in college I would be judged for certain decisions that I've made because they were not quote-unquote kosher um or halal I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> using the right terminology. Um, But I felt like Mo was very understanding that where I was in my, my life and still trying to commit to my religion. So I don't know. But yeah, that was really nice to have that because most of the time, the people that you see at the mosque and all that, they're just like, oh, why aren't you doing enough? Like, why aren't you doing more? There's this and that that you're missing. Like, for example, I have to have the hijab on, you know, I don't have it. So that's another thing. Um, and it's not just Christian Christians who are very judgmental. Every, every religion has those. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, you guys already kind of brought up the topic, but we all know the stereotypes in religion. I wanted to say, like, what are the common stereotypes that you hear about other religion or your own religion? Uh,
0: the obvious stereotype is that we're terrorists. Um, we're not (laughs) so everybody knows we're actually our religion is a peaceful religion and it preaches more peace than it preaches war so that's one the second is that women don't have any rights at all but um, in a way it's the Quran and the Hadith is very men oriented but um, women are very well protected as well within the Islamic laws Yeah, so those are the two general stereotypes. And then that women who put the hijab on put it because they are pushed to. But actually, you cannot put the hijab on if you're pushed to. You have to actually believe in your heart that it is the right thing to do.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Just to add to that, like, Islam in, in general, like, everything that you have to do in Islam has to come from a pure heart. You have to Mm -hmm. want to do it in order to get the, what we call barakah from it. So like Mm -hmm. to get like the, the points, the rewards of it. So if you're just forced into doing it and you don't want to do it and you do it just for image reasons, it's a waste. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. basically like anything applies to that, whether it is praying, the hijab, like, Um, how do you call it? Being, um, celibate, all those things. Like Mm. if you, if you're not going towards it based on like a pure heart and not because of peer pressure or, you know, like wanting to have a certain image, Mm. then you're just wasting your time.
2: Gotcha. Wait. So Luden, as a, as a practicing Christian man, Mm -hmm. what, what stereotypes do Christians have?
4: Number one that if you're the moment you say you're christian they automatically leave you label you as this judgmental person um because i'm not because a lot of times when someone thinks of of a uh of a judgmental uh religion per religious person a lot of times what comes up to their head is a christian which unfortunately it it, it is true and it, it there are a lot of uh you know like sarah said there everyone every religion has their judgmental groups um but unfortunately Chris, a lot of christians do have. Kind of like just uh, they're judgmental group. Um, that's to cut you fun. off
0: for a second.
4: Was that uh,
0: to cut you off for a second? Oh yeah, because when I came to the US, they're like Catholics are the most judgmental people, so stay away from them. So <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I was told. Is Catholics are the most judgmental people. But that's that's all I had to add to that. You continue, Ludin. Oh no, no, you're good.
4: You're good. It's actually that's actually. Surprising, because growing up Catholic, it was as I was growing up Catholic, I was hearing. Never, I was pretty young when I was Catholic. I think I was hearing more judgmental from Christianities to Catholics than I heard from Catholics to Christianity. But I was pretty young when, when like when that was happening and stuff like that. So don't quote me on that. um But yeah, that's a pretty big. Uh, that's a pretty big stereotype um, for that one, and then. Oh, the the moment that they that you say you're Christian, they think that you are 100% against the LGBTQ community, that you are against anything that goes against to what the Bible says. Um and they automatically label you as someone who hates within that minority group. Um thankfully, personally for me, I have not come across that because uh, normally the way that I go about it is that before someone knows that I'm Christian, I just kind of show who I am as a person and my compass, my moral individual and everything like that. And then when they found that, they're like, oh, you're Christian. OK, cool. I mean, like that kind of makes sense. And like the relationship is still cool. So that's kind of like a little of the big ones I kind of like that have heard. I have not gone through it because I try to practice, you know, being very open minded, um, being respectful to absolutely every single person around me. You know, um so yeah.
1: What about you, Amy? Have you had any serious <laughs> at- <laughs> yeah, I
4: thought
1: Ben was gonna answer? She's like,
2: No, no go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna
1: come in later.
2: No, I for for for, for which group? Like
1: either Christian. I mean, Christian, Muslim. I feel, like, yeah,
2: I feel like um what Sarah and luden said is like what I've what I've heard and what I've came across. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think the biggest thing that I always heard was like, I guess Christian and Catholics being like really judgmental. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, and like Islam, like forcing women to do stuff or like Mm -hmm. the, the terrorist thing. So I feel like those are the biggest thing, which, which, you know, I think, matter like, uh, yeah, I guess we could talk about that then about how to debunk this, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to save that (laughs) today. All right. Actually, Luda, quick question, bro. Um,
4: do you use uh, Christian Mingle? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you judging me because I'm single? Christian <laughs> You're judging me because I'm single? Huh? No. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You got to put, put out my relationship status like that to the whole world. I'm playing,
2: bro. I'm playing with you. You didn't even have to answer. You could have just said, yo, shut up. <laughs> no. Do you use Christian Mingle? Nah. Listen, it's simple, I'm so going to <laughs> Why?
4: Why you get so worked <laughs> up, bro? Because. Like, you I'm trying, said, to, I'm trying to find a girlfriend, okay? I'm struggling. <laughs> hey, all right? Mom, no need to judge.
3: You're on in this struggle,
4: man. Oh, yeah,
3: man, bro. I'm rooting for you, Look, right? Look, hey, bro.
2: If you want, my mom knows a couple of good girls.
4: Hey.
2: If you want to arrange marriage, we can make that happen
4: for you, bro. It's not. Nah, it's no, I'm problem. good. No arranged marriages. Bro. No arranged marriages for me but anyway i can
3: hook you up too you just gotta convert
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
3: oh my
1: god you guys are full of jokes
2: at least at least you know you have options in life
1: okay? yeah bro that's what's important yeah. i appreciate the offer women this will be the next episode maybe
2: <laughs> but yeah sorry benny sorry to go off topic go ahead yeah
1: so let me say growing up as a as a Christian, I would say like what I heard about Islam and then I'll say about what I heard about Christi- like born-again Christians versus Catholic. As Muslim, the first like stereotype that comes in is like, oh, multiple women, you know. So you talk about a Muslim guy or a Muslim woman, and be like, oh no, she's gonna have like multiple men, or oh, like she's gonna have another like co-wife. As a Christian, they like to talk about how born agains or Protestants usually have like the spiritual language, you know, like the, the tongues, how they speak when they're praying, they speak in tongues and all. And people tend to say like those are fake and people are just pretending. It's hard to say who is able to and who is not able to speak in tongues. But multiple people do speak in tongues in born-again and Christian born-again and Protestant churches. And we do know that that is something that is spoken in the Bible. then you need to say something?
4: I'm sorry. No, I just yeah. I kind of know the answer to that but I didn't want to cut you off which is why I was like
1: No, no, you can go on. You can talk about it.
4: Okay, okay. So in the, in the Bible they say i can't remember what what verse is it in um but when i was kind of like you know studying to get like baptized and everything like that um Mm -hmm. they were saying that the the way to know when someone is speaking in tongue through you you know like through uh through god and just like a holy act versus someone just kind of like saying gibberish um Mm -hmm. it's well number one to be able to receive that and Again, I did take the class a little while back, so don't quote me on this. I'm trying to remember from memory. Um, mm-hmm. is that you, uh, to be baptized in water is your first thing. Um, cause that has to be your first step in order to be able to speak in tongue. Mm-hmm. So if you are not baptized in water, it's more of a action of you kind of forcing it. So like mm-hmm. in Christian, in Christianity, and I, and I know it goes a little different with like different doctrines. Um, in mm-hmm. Pentecostal Christianity is like, I'm gonna say it's like pretty normal, you know. Like when you like feel like the Holy Spirit and everything like that, you start jumping around, like you when you see those people jumping around and running around in circles and stuff like that. It's a little bit common in Pentecostal Christians. Mm-hmm. So like that's like kind of like the Holy Spirit manifesting within you and stuff like that. So then when it's similar to when speaking in tongue, but there's a little bit more of an extra step process to that because it's more of a what's the word they use? It was kind of like more like a like a I'm A not going to say the word, the I don't know series. what the word is, and I don't want to confuse anybody, but, but no, yes. So, if someone's baptized, then yes, it is speaking in tongue, and mm-hmm. if someone's not, then it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Benny, I didn't mean to cut you off and stuff like that. So.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. And if anyone is wondering which part of the Bible we're talking about, that is in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 4. He mentions like all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So that's something that is common in Protestants and born-again Christians, but I haven't seen much of it in a Catholic church. So the next question, um, we kind of spoke about it with Amy, but I want to see how other people... (laughs) thing (laughs) so which one Uh was introduced in africa first, christianity or islam
3: i think it depends on the region
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not gonna be on our side too because we got islam from arabs who migrated from the middle east down to africa we know that's like Recent. That's not like something that is super old. I believe that neither Christianity or Islam was the first religions in Africa, and I think it was tribal re- uh, religions. Yeah, because like we in the north <laughs> were special. You know, we got hit by the by the Arabs early on, and then we got Islam from it. And now I'm talking from like Mauritania, Morocco, um, Algeria, and all of the north, right? So I would say that it's neither, and they may have came, might have came at the same time to Africa, and then it just kind of like went through a weeded it out. But
3: there's a chance that you might be right, right? But like, <laughs> I think Christianity may have been in Africa prior to 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 Islam because of Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like e- e- Ethiopia been like. Like they are very, they have ancient, like very, like ancient old relics of like of Judaism and like Christianity. Mm. It is so, I don't know. Like, I don't think Islam has something way, way back then.
0: I agree with you too because I, um, my felt I met my first Ethiopian friend here and she was telling me about she's a Christian. They go to church the way their traditions are, are so much involved and like they're rooted so deep. So I do believe that you're right. And also just like in term of religion timeline from the Islamic point of view is that Christianity and Judaism came way before Islam. So it only makes sense that one of those religions, the religions was first in Africa before Islam was so just timeline wise
4: <laughs>
0: yeah what about you Ludin what do you think
4: I, I think I'm gonna have I'm to have to agree uh with like the whole like Christian thing because like if you kind of like you know to what Sarah was saying and what Mo was saying and then with the bible where it's like you know during during the time of Jesus Christ when he um when he was like walking on the uh working on earth and everything like that the two prompt there was three prominent like, I guess you can call it religions in that time, because I don't think that, like, it was really a label, was your your Roman Catholics, your Jews or Judaism, and then your Christianities or kind of more so were, like, followers of Jesus Christ is a little bit more so, I think is kind of where it was. So those are really the three prominent ones. You know, I think that Christian was there first, um and then yeah, I'm gonna have to just I, I agree with Sarah. Probably like Christians went in there first because timeline it does make sense that Christianity was there first.
0: I I wanna add to that because like I was just thinking about it and like verses from the Quran and school are coming back to me. So in I, I'm not sure if it's the Quran or the prophet's uh hadith, where they tell us that before even Jesus Christ and like um, before Moses before all the prophet came people back in ancient Arabian which is that's where I think things are supposed to be based off. they were worship in stone so that was like the first religion quote unquote I'm not sure what it's called to be honest but they just called them in the book it, it just says um, stone worshipers and that's direct translation it could be not correct but yeah like we can't say that we can't compare islam and christianity and judaism together because there was something way before that but at the end of the day i do believe christianity was there first in africa
3: mm-hmm.
0: all right it seems like
1: we really need to read books right <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wait.
2: laughs> hold on hold on and you need to the answer the, the question
1: no, I'm because I did my I research. To I'm gonna tell the answers because I know the answer to the question. So oh. starting with, um, we on to
4: this?
1: yeah, I oh, wanted God. to first see like Jesus, how much God. I need to go into details and also inspire you guys to go do a lot of homework. Um, <laughs> so starting looking into like Old Testament. Obviously, Israel's were in Egypt, you know, and they went to Canaan. Judaism continued there, but if we remember as Christian, when Jesus was born, he had to take refuge even in Egypt because Herod wanted to kill him. So he went back to Egypt until Herod died and to fulfill the prophecy that God has, had revealed in the Old Testament, then Jesus went back to his country, but also looking into Timelines where like Egypt, the Nubians, and then the Arab nations like empire expansion. Christianity was first introduced like the general Christianity that we we're practicing. The Roman Christianity was first introduced in Africa, specifically Egypt, because the Roman Empire came and took over Egypt. So that made that Christianity being introduced in Africa was in the first century after Jesus' birth. And then with that Christianity, Egypt had a lot of influence in the Nubians. So Christianity was also introduced in the Nubian Nubian Empire and also continued to expand towards the Akustumite Empire. Now it's like Ethiopia, Eritrea, And then it, it stayed there. And that's where you see most of like the old churches, like the Orthodox churches in Egypt, in Nubians. Nubia is currently known as Sudan, and you have like Ethiopian Orthodox in Eritrea, I feel like somebody already mentioned about that, like you can find a lot of Christian roots in Ethiopia that you can find anywhere else. So they spread into Ethiopia, Eritrea, of Christianity that was around in the end of third, going to fourth century. And then Islam was birthed in the seventh century, in the 600 something, when Muhammad was alive, Prophet Muhammad, sorry. And then after his death, that's even when he was still alive, that's when they started expanding, right? And then when he died, that's more of the spread came into now, spread all the way from all East Africa. Like, I mean, North Africa, Morocco, Eritrea, also, um, and then they went into like Egypt as well and they became stronger. But the Nubian Empire was really re- resistant to the Arab rule. So that's where you saw like the Christianity stayed there. And also in the, in Ethiopia, Eritrea, the Orthodox churches remained as a foundation to their like religious belief as for Morocco, Egypt, like Arab, Became the the strong ruling power, so like Islam became their first official religion, and other Christianity churches that were there were overthrown. And now is like the west. I mean, the north versus the east, where the north is mostly Islam, and the east is mostly Christians. But with the eighteenth century, that's when is it 17th, 18th century? That's when the new um, missionaries that we know for, like, the scramble str- the for Africa came in, you know. And that's when now the Christianity started spreading all the way to the south and the east and the west that we know now. So that is that was a lot for me to read too I had a vague idea about it, but, like, today I watch a lot of videos and there's so many things to learn from that.
4: Benny, you want to write a book about this?
3: Nah, yeah,
2: <laughs> look, Benny came prepared. Look, we had a, we hey, look, we had a little discussion early on today. I didn't know she was gonna like go do so much research.
3: She's a professional.
4: She kept us hidden from us. We had a <laughs> yeah, whole meeting us and us every day. Talk. We were like, you know, talking about this. Benny had this secret, secret card in her hand.
3: Yeah, bro. that's crazy. Nah, I caught her. I caught her earlier, man. I saw that face, and I was like, she knows something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, but real quick, right? So, um, with, with talking about like the, the spread of like Christianity, right? And then, um, Mm. like Roman Catholics, I don't know if Benny or Ludin can explain this to me. How do you differentiate like Christianity and Catholicism? Mm -hmm.
1: Catholicism. Catholicism, Catholicism, and Catholicism? or Catholicism? Yes. Oh, please excuse Catholicism.
2: me. Uh, let's let's run that over because we're we're not gonna make me look crazy.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Benny or <laughs> Luton can explain this to me, but like, how do you differentiate like uh, Catholicism and Christianity? So at
4: face value. They're they're kind of the same if you like just look at as a Christian and a Catholic. But when you start going into like practices and like it it gets a little bit more different. So like for example, imagery is one example that I've seen in Pentecost Pentecostal Christianity versus Catholicism. In Catholicism, you know, is is your typical like giant church, your long benches, the Virgin Mary, uh, baby Jesus you know, his dad and everything like that, you know, you have your candles lit and everything you have, you have the, the nice, beautiful, colorful gla- uh, stained glass. And then you kind of be like, go up, you light up a candle, you sit on, on the little, I forget the, the bench or I forget what you, what you call that. <laughs> um, you sit, you kneel down and you do a quick prayer. Um, you do what you need to go and then kind of go on your way. But like in Catholicism, it's, or in Christianity, it's a little bit different where Catholicism, it's a little bit more i guess imagery imagery based um because in christianity um it's not it's not really there it's more it, everything is really on an individualistic level whereas like your personal relationship with god that it is a communication between and a relationship between you and god not to say that like if you're a catholic like you don't have that um because works more like kind of like a more of as a group thing um, and i'm just talking from my experience so you know you because you have that that imagery like the virgin mary and all that stuff isn't isn't there in christianity and the reason that it has to do with that is because in in the bible there was many times that you know that the devil and um used imagery or used other similar things like that kind of against the people to confuse them to stole them away or get them away from the walk also they don't really worship the virgin mary um it's really more of like they're like yes that was jesus's mother absolutely she is absolutely awesome and like she's looked at a at a very holy individual but not someone to to be to be praised uh to pray to so like, I know when we were talking and Benny said this, when we were talking to Benny earlier, Benny, correct me wrong, because I can't remember the wording you said, where they use like Mary kind of like an intermedium or kind of like a medium between person and between God. Because in, there's a Bible verse in John 14, 6, that says, no one can come through the father except through me, which is what Jesus said. Um, so in Christianity, that's what that's kind of like your, medi- your mediator or your medium to like God is Jesus Christ because he went and died for you on the cross for your sins, et cetera, et cetera, as the ultimate sacrifice the ultimate, um, holy sacrifice for everyone. So like little things like that is what it is. But like the real, the like the one thing that I have noticed between Christ- uh, Christianity and capitalism is that the big difference is that you have a much more personable connection to God. Into your relationship, into your salvation, and everything like that in Christianity, than you do in Catholicism. I, I don't want to talk too much, so I'll let Benny kind of chime in too.
1: Uh, I mean, wouldn't kind of mention a few things. I might have to bring in another version of it. So the first thing, as wouldn't said, like the structure of how the church services goes, the pastor can detect how it's gonna go. Um, but if you're Christian Orthodox, you have another structure that you have to follow. As Catholic, you have like a mass structure that you can find it in, in US, you can find it in Africa, you can find it in Roman. Because if you're following like a Roman Catholic, you have a structure that you have to, uh, to follow. So that is one of the difference. Uh, another thing that I see difference between Catholicism and regular Christianity. Regular Christianity, we do baptize in like when you're old and you can be baptized in full water. But Catholic, uh, you can be baptized when you're still young or even when you're old. They have like maybe a small cup or drop of water. They put you on your forehead and that is Catholic baptism. With the regular Christianity, when you're b- b- baptized, you're already receiving Holy Communion. But as a Catholic, you can be baptized and not get Holy Communion because it's another stage that you have to do when you're old to learn about Christianity and all and do courses and then finish that so that you can receive a Holy Communion. And then after that, you also have to get confirmed. So there are like different aspects that is so specific to Catholicism as compared to other uh, Christianity parts. Though one of the things that we all believe in, we believe in three Trinity, like one God in three, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Um, and the last thing do I see common between us is, uh we believe that we we can like with the New Testament and the Jesus, Jesus coming and dying for us. We believe that as much as we try to be repentive and try to keep ourselves like righteous, we can never be righteous. We can never fulfill all the commandments that God has given us. So we believe that through Jesus' death, only through grace that we can be saved. So even if, um, even if something happens at the time when you are not at your holiest state, you can still go to heaven if uh, you believe in God, you believe in Jesus as your personal Lord, Lord and Savior, and you keep trying to live up to His commandment. The last thing I'm going to bring up about Catholic that um, I haven't had it in other Christian churches is purgatory. So, you know how, like, I don't know about if The Muslim have this also. I saw that it's common. It's kind of similar to the Judaism belief too. Is that, you know how we have like heaven and hell? The Catholic believe in the intermediate part. So where if you haven't, if you didn't do too much, um, I believe if you didn't do too well to go to heaven and you didn't do too bad to go to, to hell, you can be put in the intermediate part. But if you have living people who are praying for you and asking God for mercy and forgiveness for you, at some time, God will hear their prayers and then take you to heaven. So that is a big thing that I see Catholic believing in,
4: purgatory. And to that point, because I had, I had a couple of documents. Uh, ready lock and loaded for this um and pretty much it was kind of like what me and benny is saying kind of like the virgin mary um you know the the statues pictures representation kind of like all that imagery stuff and then the other one was it was talking about masses but it was talking more so in terms of like structure and like you know there's like a whole thing that we could talk about when it comes to like structure and stuff like that because it's like this whole debacle in terms of like rigid structure versus fluid structure in christianity because there's like a whole debate between the two about like you know everything needs to be rigid or everything needs to be fluid or things need to be in the both and and stuff like that um so that's kind of like it sounds like everything's pretty much similar and i i don't know if that kind of like eases up the confusion for you amy but like those those are really like the core f- it really has to do in terms of practice in terms of it and a little bit of belief as well
2: no yeah i think i think you guys kind of,
4: <laughs> you know, really you like... You say what?
1: <laughs> no, we need to take you to a Catholic church to see it, and then we take and Because <laughs> trust me, I feel like experience is a base teacher. We can try to say it, but if just like you, you know, like before you went into the mosque, even if people would tell you something, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get the feeling. But once you are there, you got a point. You're gonna see it clearer than the way we're trying to explain it
4: to you also amy you know i think it would have been a perfect opportunity for a dad joke to say you know i can see the light now <laughs> you know it would have been kind of funny you know kind of like a little dad joke you know no no okay you know i, I tried that's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. I> right <tried.
2: laughs> yeah that dad jokes is not yeah <laughs> it's
4: not wow
3: i mean. I, ju- I just want to say i don't know like yeah uh, Sarah could relate to this or not, but like Mm -hmm. I learned so much between you two. Um, like the differences between Catholicism and, um, Christianity through your conversations. I learned like there's so many similarities between like the Christianity aspect of it and like Islam. Like a lot of stuff that you guys said weaves into our beliefs in Islam. Um, -hmm. but like this whole time, like, my morphed idea, like, my bias has been, like, more of the catalysism aspect, like, Holy Ghost, worshipping, like, objects, this, that, and the third. But thank you. I appreciate this this uh, knowledge. It's
4: awesome. That's super cool. You know, that's, like, the whole, like, learning, you know, being open-minded. is so awesome. I'm really happy to hear that.
0: I was like talking to one of my coworkers and he was telling me his beliefs and all that. So I feel like I learned a lot about Christianity, just living in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to Catholicism, I I learned about it a little bit because I was invited to wedding in a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And they went through, it seemed almost like a prayer before the wedding to bless Mm -hmm. the couple. They talked a lot about that stuff. It was like a whole sermon, I feel like, if that's what it's called, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I learned some of it on that as well. So, but it's pretty mm-hmm. eye-opening. That's good.
1: So I have another question as a follow-up. Because we now try to make people understand the difference between Christian dominations. But I do know that I've had the two types of Islam and you guys. Mention one so i wanted to know the difference if you can enlighten me
0: um i can't in- enlighten from ignorance but i know a little bit <laughs> so i know that uh we do pray a bit differently sunnis and shia's i i went to Shi'i mosque once without knowing i was just like okay this is the closest mosque so i'll just go and uh it's just the um, sayings as you're doing your ritual prayer is different um, what else is different? We celebrate certain holidays differently as well. In one holiday, for example, they, um, beat their selves, like the hand to the chest, um, to feel the pain of, I don't know who, so that's the ignorant part of me. Right. Um, but for us, it's more of a celebration of life. I think, yeah, it's a celebration of life. What else is there? Uh, so my friend, she converted from Sh- Shia Islam to Christianity, and she was telling me a little bit about it, um, but we didn't get into too much detail. But overall, I think we believe in different books. So we um, we follow the Quran, they follow the Quran, but we follow the hadith of um, Muhammad, uh, وسلم, and they follow a different book. Yeah, so I think I think that's what it is, but overall we're not as different as Christians and Catholics are. I don't know if Mo knows more about
3: um, it. I don't know. I like what you said was actually what I wanted to say. But I just I just wanted to add a few more things to it. Basically we all follow the Quran. The Quran like never changes. Um in Islam make it that way so like you can't corrupt it. Like you can't change words, you can't like the state government, nobody can come in and with, with influence can come in and just change things. So the Quran is like borderline what everybody follows, right? But the Quran doesn't tell you how to pray, doesn't tell you how to be a good Muslim and all those other things. And in the Quran, it references that you should follow the Prophet Muhammad as a reference and all of the previous other prophets that came before him, like, you know, using their Trials and tribulations, um, in order to be a better human being, um, a better Muslim. So where things break off from my understanding when it comes to, um, Sunni and Sia is the Hadith, which is like the books that tell us the stories of the Prophet, mostly like Prophet Muhammad and how he lived his life, how he presented himself to the world, you know, so you could use that as a reference, um, you know, to follow the religion. And basically, like, Sunnis make sure that they follow that, the prophet, how he went about it. And then, like, Shi'as follow some of those books, but then there are other books that they don't agree with. And they mainly, like, the main reasons why they don't agree with those is because, like, to them, after the prophet passed away, they wanted they wanted to like structure it more of like a dictatorship. Once he passed away, um, Ali was supposed to take over and be like the the next person in line, which is like one of his di- disciples, um, one of his nephews, I think. I forgot. I-, I don't really know the story that well, but like Ali was supposed to be the next person in line that he uses that they use as like the figure. To basically help people understand the the ways to worship God, right? But the prophet had all of these other disciples that he taught different things. Like he didn't just teach one person or like everyone the same thing. Like every single other person learned certain things from him based on living around him or having certain experiences with him. So all those people wrote wrote, um, Hadiths and their kids... And people that were close to them wrote their own versions, and it continued like that, right? So, like, we use that information based on the collective knowledge that all these people present and the uh, CIA's try. Um, because of what they wanted, the structure that they wanted there to happen. They just basically like veered off and was like, "Nah, we're just gonna follow this next person and what he." well like ali and what his disciples and all these other people speak of the prophet and all these other things so yeah i might so, be wrong but that's what i was told when i started like asking questions
0: yeah um i would say that like since majority of muslims are are uh, sunnis sorry <laughs> since the majority are sunnis and the minorities is Shias, um we don't get to talk a lot about it but i think it's mainly the application of how you practice the religion because that's as what um mo was telling us um that's what is the the major difference so um and applying it it's kind of different. So that's what makes them Shia and then the Sunni mosques different. So, but I don't think there's a whole lot of differences between us. At the end of the day, we all believe in the word of the Quran. So, yeah.
3: Um, Just to add another thing to this, <laughs> um, my experience with like, you know, with Shias is like praying. I ended up once making a mistake and going to Sia masjid. During Ramadan, and like they use the longest verses in the Quran.
0: <laughs> I was
3: standing,
0: <laughs> I was standing all night. <laughs> I was <almost laughs> left. <laughs> was it for iftar or was it for?
3: No, like the prayers you pray oh, yeah. at night. Those long prayers. Like, oh, tarawih, yeah. The last ten days. Yes, yeah, so I almost died.
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe they go for the last ten days. They go like. Um, they stay at the mosque all night for it. So, yeah.
3: Do that, (laughs) and they (laughs) thought I was gonna do that, but I (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. I disappeared after.
1: (laughs) Yo, but this is similar to um when usually like Catholic people go to a regular like Christian churches because. Catholic masses would be like one hour, you know? Maximum two hours unless it's like oh a party thing, you know? But you go to a protestant. I and mean, you have been to African protestant churches. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my God. 8, 8 a.m. or t- let's say 10 a.m. It's going to end at
4: 2. A 2 p.m. <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> Man's used to end at like 4. Oh my God. I would be there so it would be From 10, well, actually, you know, well, if you take out the like lunch break that we get, okay, maybe like 3 3 o'clock, but like it'll be from like 10 a.m. to like 11 30 for like all your like Bible class, for all your studies and everything like that. You have your small lunch break and then you have your service that'll be running from 1 to like 3, 4 p.m. Like if you, if you got like a preacher that's talking, talking, you there for like (laughs) two hours, maybe three. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and I have this um, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier to Amy and Louden, but I wanted to see like you know how like the Catholic here and the Protestant here versus the Catholic or Christian in Africa, where there's some practices that you see that Christians practice here in the US but are completely different from what is being done in Africa. And also, you guys can also say, like, does the Islam, like, the the Muslim praying style the same in the U.S. as compared to Africa, or is it different?
0: I think um, religion is taught similarly, although uh, for my country, we get taught a lot more about religion, so there's a lot of things that people here who are Muslim they know about vaguely, but you have to kind of go and do your own research, but for us, they were like, "You must know this, you must memorize it, and then have exams mm-hmm. on it, you know, But I think overall the it's all practiced very similarly. yeah
3: My knowledge from like different religions comes from family. like I come from a very religious family, and like my grandfather was like a really well-known how do you call it like leader? faith leader within like the community and like he used to go around africa in different countries convert people like he was very popular because of it but he had so much knowledge and like my dad and like my uncles were basically like forced to learn all these things and then through experience they learned other religions so they make sure to give us all that information the unbiased um perspective of it so that's where I get my well-rounded knowledge of religion.
2: Now was was the question the difference between religion in Africa and Yeah, in the States?
1: yeah. yeah. yeah um, like your church, like how they were what think? things they used to do. Um Okay.
2: Um I I went to when I when I came to America, I went to an African church for like mm-hmm. A couple of weeks mm-hmm. or months, but then I ended up going to a white church for like majority of my time here. And um, look, okay, God forgive me, if you feel me for what I'm going to say.
4: Oh <laughs> like, my god! <laughs> they like, didn't get over with.
2: I was asleep all the time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh <it's a> kid? <laughs>
2: <laughs> look the thing is in in my house right my parents are very religious right in my house we used to we used to pray a lot right so i knew the word mm-hmm. of god right we used to pray a lot um you know when my mom would, would and my my mom and dad would be very in the mood of like very to be very religious right so it, mm-hmm. everybody had to so my mom would start off with spark off the verse you know we'll be singing every single one of my siblings you, needed to have a verse and it had to be different from the other
4: person right
2: yeah so yeah it was no it was no games right but like
4: <laughs> y'all were american idol up in there
2: right that's exactly how it was right so it's like you you want to be first to go right you'll be fiending to be the first to go so you could say the easiest verse because because right. you're singing, you you singing it in swahili at that you know what i'm saying so you you got to be like on top of your game right so my yeah so we were very religious in the house very very religious you know god first school family boom but when we was in church i'm not gonna lie i used to be asleep right because it's like we're gonna do this when we get home (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's like so i really i can't i can't tell the difference but i don't know if if everybody if anybody is interested in hearing me singing I mean, no. Hey, oh. let's hear them
3: pipes. <laughs> let's hear them pipes. He
4: a great voice, guys. That's all I have to say. Sing away, Amy. Um, For those of you who don't know, obviously, I'm Latino, Dominican, and Puerto Rican. Anyway, so, or I went to a uh, Dominican, well, Hispanic, Latino, Latina, Latinx, Pentecostal, Christian church. Now, when I was in Colorado for a little bit for work, I went to a for a predominantly white people church. Number one, the primary difference that I saw at my church, every everyone knew you some way somehow. Like everyone knew you, but like in a white like in a white person white, uh church, it's not like that's the extreme. They're like they have your like personal connections, but it's kind of like you go to church and then you leave, kind of ordeal. Um, and you know, the music, you have your moments when the music is, music is pretty good, but compared to the, you know, Hispanic S church that, that I've gone to, it's very like, I, I don't want to, I, I don't know if Sopho is aware. It's like very like emotional, like Holy spirit driven kind of thing where it's white as the white predominant church. Not that it's not like that. It has moments when it's like that, but it's kind of like. It has ups and downs. It's like, it's a shot in the dark, whether you're gonna feel it or not. The service time is significantly, I'm probably butchering that word, but who cares, a lot shorter than it is for a Hispanic and Latinx and also, from what I'm hearing, a, a Black church. Because the ch- I will enter church at 10 and leave at 1130. And that's it. That's everything. That, that that's your everything. As opposed to my Hispanic church where it's like, you got your 10 to eleven thirty class, you got your lunch, then you got your service, in, in your service, you got your testimonies, you got your announcements, you got your this, you got your that, you got your this, this, this. you have all of that. In a, in a white predominant church, yo, they get you in and get you out. And if it's Super Bowl day, yo, Lord, I kid you not, I remember, I walked inside church, and they're like, all right, cool, we know Super Bowl, so we're going to try to get through this. I was like, I just stood back. I was like, excuse (laughs) me. So like, those are like the predominant difference. Yeah. It's pretty much, it comes down to time, personal, uh, interpersonal skills. And yeah, I think those are pretty much uh, the the difference. Other than that, everything is pretty much the same.
0: I got a question uh, for Amy. Um, Sorry. Did I...
4: Oh no no no! You're good. I just I just saw amy's face and I thought it was hilarious.
0: Oh no! But like since Congo, I know you're francophone. Don't um, in Congo you were practicing your religion in French. So you went from going to French to English and just doing that jump. So I just wonder like how that is because. For us in Islam, it's just one religion, no matter what country, you, uh, I mean, one language, no matter what, you know, country you're in. So with Christianity, it depends, right? It changes the English and French. So, um, I
2: mean.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying
2: to understand. So what do you mean, like uh, the the translation wise?
0: No, like, how did you adjust to that? Because that's a, a factor as well. Like, that's a huge factor to go from preaching and learning in French, I'm assuming, mm. to come in here and listen to someone preaching in English. Like, does it, does the connection get lost, like, to um, Jesus? I don't,
2: I don't, I don't think it, it got lost, right? Cause, cause, um, it was more, it was like French and Swahili, right? You know what I mean? And then, I don't know. I I didn't have a, I didn't have like, uh, an issue understanding like what was being said, you know, yeah. for the, for the, for the most part, like, I, I don't think there was any like false translation. Again, like I said, look, in, look, in my, <laughs> like I said though, in my, in my family, right. My, uh, my youngest brother, he's, he's like the most like, uh, He he knows, he knows the word of God the best out of like my entire family. I think it's, it's my dad, my mom, and then my younger, my youngest brother, because they made him go to church every day, even, even until now, every Sunday he's in church with my dad. So he knows like the word of God, like wholeheartedly, you know, so anytime, like we have like a holiday or something and somebody has to pray and bless the food, everybody turns to him. It's like, it's like, give us something, you know what I'm saying? But like, but if we got to sing a little gospel, a little something in Swahili, you know, the whole family's ready because everybody got their verse <laughs> ready, you know? Yeah. So like that's, that's like the, the, I don't know. That's the only, so I, I guess it was more so me not paying attention in the church itself when I was there, right? Because like the word was already being spoken in the house. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so I guess I just, maybe it was lost in translation, and I was just not paying attention.
4: <laughs> I, think that's,
2: I think that's the answer. You know, I don't think, yeah. I think I just wasn't paying attention.
4: I mean, as a kid, I used to fall asleep in church, too. Like, no, I, I would fall asleep in home's lap.
2: I was pretty grown.
4: <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> never
1: mind. Mm. I mean, for Christianity, as long as you understand the new language, it's easier to make translation with it, because... Mm-hmm. It's already like translated in different languages, especially if you speak you speak multiple languages. You've already had each verse in five different languages. So if it's a new language, as long as you understand the language, it becomes easier for you to understand what they mean. Because I feel like it's the language. The problem is the brain is like once you understand something, the problem becomes how you're going to speak it. But once you already understand it, you translate it from one language to another language without consciously even thinking about it. It is something easier for you to do. You know, but the last thing, um, to my question that I asked, like different differences that I've seen in America versus Africa as a Christian. Um, obviously we already said time wise, Africa, if you're a protestant born again, there's no time limit. It depends on the pastor and the worship team when they want to finish. Um, as here, obviously, my church is like one hour if they want to make it 30 minutes and we'll be out of there. <laughs> um, for Catholic, time wise is almost the same both in America and the US because it's, a, as we said, it's a structure that they follow. But a few things I've seen different in like Catholic here and there is that looking at the different festivals that we celebrate, like the way people here celebrate Christmas. Christmas is celebrated in all Christianity by like the way the Americans have turned it and introduced new traditions, like having the Christmas tree. Everyone has a Christmas tree on Christmas. The lights are everywhere. Are uh, you giving gifts, especially the the ideology of santa clothes and giving um giving gifts and all i didn't know about santa giving me gifts until i came to america <laughs> i was really who is santa yeah I obviously like i would hear like people would say like oh santa i'm like who is santa like santa was is not a big deal in Africa like these people who cry about their family telling them Santa doesn't exist <laughs> I'm sorry that is no that is not African I even made sure I call I call like back home and be like You're am I the only one who thinks this and I was like do you guys know Santa they're like who is Santa I was like never mind another thing is a like the Easter you know if you're uh, especially Catholic they believe in the Easter bunnies and Easter eggs and I'm like What is that? Because I don't remember on Easter having to eat eggs or having eggs on your table and the decoration. Like, I don't know about eating rabbits on Easter. We ate good. We celebrated, but like these things are all like American and maybe the only people who know about them are like those who have traveled out of outside Africa or those who have been living with the people who traveled out of Africa and then they try to introduce similar practices. Um in Africa, but those are not so common. Like the, the Santa spirit is non-existent in Africa. Uh, the Easter bunnies non-existent. It's only the people who are here and those who have traveled here and went back and that actually believe in those. I um I, oh sorry, did yeah. you finish?
0: No, no, I'm done. Oh. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say I think uh, what we forget a lot is that religion is also very cultural, right? Although we try to separate and not try to make our culture influence on the religion, but at the end of the day, it becomes a lot of things that we do are culturally. Like for us in uh, one holiday, we celebrate by like playing with water and like playing with um, instruments, like musical instruments. And then in other countries, they're mourning. Like it's just, we see it as a celebration of um, death, but they see it as a sad thing that that person died, which is right. But mm-hmm. it's also so very cultural. So I think we tend to forget that a lot of that is cultural. And I, I mean, here, I do Christmas if doing Christmas is like <laughs> a thing, but I don't see it as a Christian thing. I just see it as a capitalist thing, you know, in a yeah. way yeah so
4: Ooh, that's a whole different conversation <laughs> yeah,
1: that is so true though that is so true though that is so true at some point even like christmas was uh burned from being celebrated in america but like we're not gonna get into that <laughs> now people do celebrate christmas yeah Amy. I mean the whole think. episode
4: for this amy what you think <laughs> what
2: <laughs> about uh capitalism
4: I mean about capitalism Christmas and all that ish Yeah, Amy. Because oh, yeah. I'm fascinated right now. Because I did not know that.
2: What do you... about what? Uh, well, Christmas and Africa.
4: No, about what? Uh, what they were saying about like the whole capitalism with Christmas and how like.
2: Yeah, but that's like it, that's that's a whole
4: different topic though. That's that, that that's what I said.
2: Yeah. Is that is that not should that not be my answer?
4: <laughs> say, I said I said a whole different topic, maybe a future topic. Oh yes! There we go. Yes.
3: Pay man. Don't be like. Oh. <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why, but like um, the only thing that's in my brain right now is uh. How
4: many, no,
2: <laughs> how many woods can a woodchuck chuck? If a wood woodchuck...
4: <laughs> <Wow, what? laughs> Oh my god! Here we are. <laughs> Trying to be educational, <laughs> spiritual, and be and learn from one another. And we oh, thinking die. about a woodpecker.
2: For the past fifteen minutes, that's the only thing that's been in my brain.
4: I thought
1: you were why? about to say food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna be like a tiny. <laughs> no.
2: no. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: because go? how many woods
1: can <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a bad question, but why? <laughs>
2: I, um, I despise I both of
4: you. I don't know
2: because what last I don't know. It's been weird. Last week I was sick. The week before that I had the question about the president. I don't know. It's just my brain. I don't just, know. Yeah, your brain is. My brain just <laughs> does it. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and who? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that's my brain giving me like the signal. the signal, like signal. hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's... all right now you see why the, 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 the episode are
4: shorter <laughs> all right Benny's doing the next episode <laughs>
2: why the episodes are short like i do have a lot to say It's just like my brain at one point just <laughs> reaches its limit and i don't know i don't know what to think you on that,
1: on yeah. i mean you have to do the wrap-up question though
2: yeah I know we, you know, we kind of talked about in the beginning, like the, the, the stereotypes that each, um, each religion faces, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking like, how can something like that be debunked, right? Like, like how, well, can they be debunked? Like, is it possible for those things to be like, like, I guess, put, put to an end and like, what's the process? So like, okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> well the answer is yes <laughs> and that, and that is okay I, I,
4: I mean it is i'm sorry Amy, no no go ahead and
2: elaborate you to elaborate bro
4: okay i'm sorry i apologize um i so i'm a very optimistic uh kind of individual you know conversations like this this is like the best that you can do in terms of being open-minded in terms of you know being receptive and having a conversation and a dialogue with someone Keyword conversation and not an argument, not a not you can you can agree and disagree different opinions, you know, like we're not over here telling Sarah to go convert and Sarah's not telling us to go convert. We're like, hey, like this is my this is my view. Sarah's like, hey, this is my view. We're like, oh, cool. That's interesting. And like there is a. A. Uh, a share of experience and of knowledge and of open mindedness between all of us where we're like sharing our experience sharing our knowledge and kind of you know communicating with one another and we're just like oh, okay cool cool that's awesome like you know momo was just like hey i didn't know any about that like that is that is the best thing that you can do to kind of like get away from a lot of those like myths or not myths but the stereotypes and stuff like that
0: i'm going to be the devil's advocate and say no uh time and time again at least i can speak about my religion time and time again all we see about islam muslims is terrorists terrorism if there's one muslim person that did one thing bad he's a terrorist it doesn't matter like his religious beliefs it doesn't matter if he's actually religious or not religious although that shouldn't matter but it It doesn't matter. And then also at the same time, there's groups that are in the Middle East that are doing terrorist things and then putting it in the name of Islam. But people are too ignorant to know what, or not just too ignorant, too lazy to go and do research and figure out that Islam does not stand for war. It stands for peace. So although I like to put my faith in people and say that, if they hear a conversation, then maybe like their minds will be changed about certain stereotypes. And although a woman is out there saying that this is my choice to wear the hijab and still pushed not to, you know, uh, there's a few of those and a lot more of the uneducated, unaware people. So yeah, I don't have too much faith in Humanity, I
2: guess. <laughs> oh. Great. It got a little dark real oh, quick. <laughs> uh, um, I,
3: w- I would say that um, I do have faith in humanity. Um, I believe as humans, we are capable of like a lot more than we think we are. But at the same time, as human beings also, we are wired to judge like We're wired to make decisions in life. You have to make choices constantly. And part of making decisions is that like you need to choose, you know, like one thing from another. And that comes with judgment. You have to judge. So like that's a natural thing. So judgment will never end. People will always find ways to judge things. Um, find ways to see things that they don't understand to make sense in their heads. So they could justify whether they wanna like it or hate it. So there's no stopping that. The only thing that could help with that is exposure, like um Luden alluded to earlier. And um I think my brain is fried, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. One thing I can say, I mean, kinda like emphasizing everything. Obviously people are gonna always judge, but as an educated person, you should understand like having religious relativism, you can still hold your, your belief, but still able to understand other people, don't judge them based on your own, you know? And also, we all have to remember as Christians uh, that even the Bible says religion is not the thing that will take us to heaven, it will be our faith and our, our doing. So, it doesn't really matter which religion you're in. You could be a Christian and still go to hell or you could be a Christian and still go to heaven. Christianity, um, religion, being Catholic, being a Protestant is not the thing that will take you to heaven. It's going to be based on your faith and your your work and basically how much you're willing to leave the rest to God. Um, also understanding that these stereotypes are all there just to, divide instead of unite and just listening to us or just listening to your priest may not be enough for you to actually become right you need to do reading you need to do your own research um people misinterpret the bible people might misinterpret the Quran if you don't understand the language so, gi- getting yourself time to go read whatever they're saying and also like read more than what you just heard because it, it can help you understand better. Um, and also, um, getting there as your own, uh, searching for your own personal experience. As I was telling Amy, um, be- obviously, somebody could have talking to him about Islam, but being able to go in the mosque, being able to interact with Muslim people, gave him better understanding, you know? And also as a Christian, I feel like, have I not been in a Catholic for uh, enough to see what they do? And have I not been in the born again and Protestant, and understand what they do? I wouldn't understand so much because it would just be like me understanding theories without experiments. So it's good. You're going to learn about Islam and dressing up properly because you have to understand and respect peoples in their religion. Oh, go there, learn yourself. You're not converting. You don't need to convert. But you having that experience and interaction with a person yourself, it gives you better understanding and different views on how to um, respect other religion. Like first feel it, see what it, what are they about, and then come have your own understanding. You know? Also, even if you completely disagree with a person, you don't need to battle them. We already say it as Muslim, as Christian, God does not tell us to force people into our belief. We can only do as much we, we can explaining. And after that is between them and God and it's between you and God.
2: No, that was good. I think, um, I think you put it beautifully, well said. Experience is the best teacher.
0: Yeah. I think you might even have changed my mind about humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yes.
2: That's, <laughs> the, that's what we're all about. Yes. Well, I guess Benny has my job now. That was my job, and I
4: uh
0: <laughs> it does, Amy. Sorry to tell you.
4: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
2: wow. But I had a quote too. I had a really good quote. Oh man. What is it? Next time, I had a really good quote <laughs> too.
4: Ted, no, I swear to
2: you? I did. I say swear- it. I forgot.
4: it. You <laughs> pressing you? I'm gonna need-
2: No, I didn't write the quote down. It was, it was in my head. It was in my head. In my head. Yeah. You can't,
0: you can't finish this without a quote. Come on.
2: Yeah, it was something about you know. I'm a to paraphrase it. You know, it was something about. Uh, when we exchange ideas, we move the world forward. Something like that. I cannot, yes, I cannot be quoting on that, but something like that. You know, I think that was, I remember then when Ludin was talking, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, something like that. But no, yeah. Um, Sarah, Muhammad, I appreciate you guys pulling up here today. I know I tell people that they're my favorite guests, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are my favorite guest. <laughs> Please don't think I have a mic to you. You guys are my favorite guests uh, I enjoy talking to you guys. I think uh having this conversation was was more civil than what people might have thought it would have been like. You know what I mean? And I uh I always tell people like, you know, my friends are very civil people, you know, they can have a conversation about anything, you know, without anybody putting their emotions in front of like in front of, I guess, like uh, logical thinking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I appreciate that. But um, for anybody that's continuously listening to our podcast, if you're listening on Apple, you know the rule by now five stars. Five stars. <laughs>
4: Nothing five.
3: <less
2: then. laughs> Nothing less. Exactly. <laughs> As it, my Instagram baby.
4: caption said. <laughs> I was. Look,
2: Luden like look, look, this is the craziest thing. Luden what? hates when I tell people to give us 5 stars and nothing less, but that was his IG caption. <laughs>
4: first off, first off, I found it on the I I found it on a website dated in 2017 with that no caption. Way, bro. I can pull it up right now.
2: He doesn't want to give me my
4: flowers.
2: That's crazy, but all right. But yeah, did you come stars. up with
4: it in 2017?
2: Maybe it was me. <laughs>
4: Are you a female? Unless you're a female, because it was written by a female.
2: People address me as Miss Amy all the time in emails, so (laughs) here we are. (laughs) But No, yeah. Five stars, nothing less. Um, Please leave a comment. Um, Give us feedback of what you think about the episodes, uh, what you want to hear, if I'm being a great host. Um, Make sure you guys are following us on IG. That's um, next Underscore next stop Africa. No, next up oh.
1: Oh fuck me, Amy. Hold on. Official
4: oh, Underscore yes. oh, Next stop wow. Africa. So
2: I am gonna get fired.
4: Official <laughs> 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 underscore next stop Africa.
2: Yes, make sure you're following us at IG official underscore next stop Africa.
4: And uh, don't forget, you know, there is a prize that's being done. <laughs> um the question it's going to be <laughs> given, um, on our IG page. Again, official underscore next stop Africa. Um, who knows? The question might even been said here. Who knows? Just be on the lookout. Um, I'm gonna leave the prize is a mystery shrouded in clouds until, you know, the 10th episode. Um, and yeah, the next episode is the C season finale. Question yeah. mark yes yeah. yes yeah. so 10 episodes you heard <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh
2: song of the day there's been a lot of politics around, around this song of the day idea. last
4: episode
2: <clears throat> yeah a couple of episodes a couple of guests are not filling the songs that i'm picking so i've decided not to pick any songs and the guests you guys pick the song of the day, so that way we can—we <laughs> don't have to deal with, one, <laughs> with nobody being upset. So, Sarah,
0: do you know the artist Muk
2: Uh, actually, no, I do not.
0: Okay, so he has this song. It's called Lurba
1: can you write okay. that down send it yeah. Amy is not <laughs> going to say that <laughs> Amy is not going to say that you have no you to did you never gotta send yeah. that. To song of the day and then yeah you say I won't the be able to spell that at all so yeah.
2: song of the day is coming out of Algeria
0: <laughs> it's a, It's like a French Algeria oh my god is okay.
2: it song, song of the day is coming out of algeria by a, by a french algerian artist Muk sahib song is el arba
1: yeah oh
0: <laughs> my god <laughs> let's go
2: that's good
0: we're here to
1: learn yeah. it
0: is uh if anybody cares it is about um leaving your country and feeling that you know kind of lost feeling leaving family your mm-hmm. mom and all that so oh, wow, yeah.
2: that's actually pretty good resonates really well yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: make sure you guys tune in for our season finale episode 10 topic is gonna be
1: to be the prize <laughs>
2: nah topic's nah, yeah. gonna be a surprise so make sure you definitely tune in um it's gonna be fun though uh, also to my my muslims ramadan Bart. well as always though um until
3: next time peace